Welcome to the Words of Heart podcast. In this episode, we dive into a topic or story pertaining to mental health. This episode is accompanied with video and audio. However you choose to listen to this episode, sit back, relax, open your hearts and minds. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Words of Heart podcast. I am your host, Dion Sanchez, and joining me in this particular episode is Lorraine Siegel. Thank you for joining me today, Lorraine. Oh, it's totally my pleasure, Dion. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. So, Lorraine, if you could kick things off by telling my audience a bit about yourself, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I, um, what do I want to say the most to your audience? I guess I have my own business called Conflict Remedy. And what I do is help organizations manage conflict, communicate, forgive better. And I work with leaders a lot. And uh, it's so much fun. I love coaching and training and consulting. And um, this, my profession, um, came out of both my own spiritual path and also some really horrifically negative experiences I had as a tenured professor in a really toxic environment. And at one point I thought this can't be what a mediation is. This can't be the way to manage conflict. So I started studying it and eventually was able to escape and start my own business. And um, then more recently, I, I was called to write a memoir about um, I, my life. I thought I was supposed to write about conflict management, but my muse told me to write about my life. And it's been even, it's not published yet, it's coming out next year, but it's been kind of an amazing reflective journey for me to look at my life. And I think one of the best gifts I got was realizing 
that all the things I thought were dead ends or terrible mistakes I made actually helped lead me where I am today. And it was, um, it was very healing to, to do that. Awesome. Do you mind um, sharing an example based on what you just shared with me a bit? If you're comfortable, that is. Well, sure. Um, well, for example, um, I was bullied and mobbed at this uh, college that I was at, and it was really horrible. I mean, I ended up with PTSD. I, um, I, I had tenure, so it was hard to leave, and I basically finally just had to escape. But if it hadn't been for all those experiences, I might have just stayed. You know, I, I was fair, pretty happy teaching and doing what I did. But because of these experiences, um, I got interested in the field of conflict management. And it is, it, it's what my soul is supposed to offer here on the planet. And the joy that I feel, the expansion of my creativity as a consequence has been amazing. And I don't wish anyone to go through what I went through, but I can't even regret it <laughs> because of the beautiful um, changes in my life and my, you know, finding my right livelihood that happened as a result. Right. And I truly admire you for sharing that. And it couldn't have been easy. And the fact that you mentioned you're a tenure professor, I know that's like a concrete um, position to be in when it comes to academia and everything. And as you were sharing it, I can't help but thought of all the harassment and all those ethics and legations that you would have the right to um, uh, speak out about. But just I admire your courage in finding a solution to get out of that really what seems to be a really traumatic situation. Yeah, thank you. And um, uh, one of the things I write about in my memoir that I, I went to see an attorney at, at, with the state union. And the very first thing she said to me is, you have to understand there's no law against being stupid or cruel. <laughs> you know, there's certain, I mean, and even when there's a law like for, you know, sexual harassment or racism, that at, I'm sure you could tell me many stories of the fact that it still happens all the time. And with bullying and mobbing, there's people working to change it. But at this point, there really isn't much legal protection for people unless you fall in some other protected class. Right. So um, considering your experience with conflict, do you, in wanting to resolve it and bring inner peace when it comes to any conflict of any nature, do you find, um, considering the season where in which is really unfortunate in regards to the pandemic, do you find the need for much conflict resolution um, considering everyone's emotions are out of whack? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, one of the things I also teach at Sonoma State, I, I run a conflict management certificate program. And one of the first things I say to people is that conflict is part of being human. You know, so it, it kind of busts the thing that we're doing something wrong or, you know, we're bad um, if there's conflict in our lives. And of course, 
when there's more stress, we're more likely to act out, to, to have conflict. And um, uh, some of what, you know, in terms of making peace, so much about resolving conflict is inside us. It has to do with the story we're telling ourselves about what happened or about ourselves. Um, it has to do with our interpretations. And there's so much we can do just within ourselves and then being more skillful in managing difficult conversations that can make it um, so much easier to resolve conflict. It doesn't stop it from happening uh, completely, of course, but right. yeah. I can completely understand that. Um, and I really admire you for finding like the compromise and the silver lining when it comes to getting to the core of what, for, what I'm trying to find the right word, <laughs> what um, res resides, ah, there's the word, what resides within our own inner turmoil because it really is internal and I from consider myself to be a happy peacemaker type of person <laughs> in regards to my personality, but I can understand having unresolved issues and anxieties and just not being able to handle um, any drama or stress when it, that comes into your life. Yes, yeah, and you know, it's interesting. I got to create this 12-week program at the university and, um, and I put things in like, you know, what's conflict, how to have a difficult conversation, what's mediation, things like that, giving feedback. Um, but I also put in um, stuff about the story you're telling, you know, getting in touch with what that story is. I also put a week on letting go of grudges and resentments at work because I discovered I had my own personal forgiveness path I was on, but I quickly realized that my clients weren't able to let you know to move forward and resolve a conflict if they were holding a resentment or a grudge against that person so it you know it so much of it is inside us and that's a good thing because that means there's a lot we can do without having to depend on someone else absolutely because at the end of the day it really depends on how you respond to the situation and how to overcome it and I think there's this phrase where you forgive not the person, but just forgive for yourself. Absolutely. To grow and to heal and to move on. That's exactly what it's about. And, you know, one of my most dramatic examples, which I also write about in the memoir, is that um, I was so angry at these people at my job for the the horrible things they were doing, the injustices, the way they were trying to undermine me professionally and personally. And um, one day I walked out of my office in a rage and I actually had the thought that I wanted to pick up a, a semi-automatic rifle and kill everyone in sight. And I don't have a gun, never would, never ever would. And I scared myself terribly by the intensity of my rage. And I knew immediately, I thought, I have got to start doing forgiveness work with these people or my heart will shatter into a million bitter pieces and I will never 
be able to, I never work again. <laughs> so I started doing, I started my forgiveness work, a lot of it, by praying for all these people at my job who were doing terrible things for me. And just as you said, Dion, I did not do it for them. It wasn't like what they did was really okay. I did it for myself because I wanted to have a peaceful heart. I didn't want to be weighed down by this horrible rage and bitterness. That's not how I want to live my life. Absolutely, and that's not how anyone should live their life either. <laughs> and people don't always understand it. You know, they think that they can't forgive or they don't know how, and they don't realize what a heavy burden they're carrying and it is about lightening your own load that's really what forgiveness is about absolutely and I'll be honest I there have been relationships in my life that I've had trouble forgiving the actions of that particular person but with prayer and faith and knowing that at the end of the day we're all human and we all are here together and no one should have to go through anything alone. And it's not my call to judge you. And it's not them, their call to judge me. So why would I want to be buried in that bitterness? So I do try to find the strength to, to forgive that person in order for me to heal and grow. Oh, well, I honor you for that because it's, it's not easy to let go and to have the strength and courage and willingness because sometimes it takes a while as you know you know it it isn't like oh i forgive them and we're all done <laughs> it it takes a while um just to give you a little slight insight to me i've already mentioned i'm an optimist i'm a good person but i'm also an empathetic and emotional person as oh. well and as much as i would like to say that people taking advantage of my kind nature doesn't affect me it does yeah and I could be just as cynical and disrespectful and just flat out harsh and a real grinch <laughs> I'm quoting Christmas a bit now but um, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't be a grinch I just um though as you mentioned it's not easy to forgive and it definitely is not a quick fix but the end result is worth it because you're a better person after those emotions have found a solution. Yeah. And I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm a, um, a pretty empathic person myself. And it's such a two-edged sword. I mean, it helps me so much with my teaching and my coaching to be able to enter into people's realities, to understand them. And even though if their experience is different from mine, um, but it does make me more sensitive to things. I mean, I'll start vibrating too much at hearing the news or, <laughs> you know, feeling people's feelings and I have to shield too. Yeah, because, um, and, I, and I'm practicing this myself, um, as much as I want to take someone's pain away, um, I, I don't have the power or the capacity to do that. No. Oh, it so deeply affects me. Obviously. Right. And, and the other thing that, that I've come to understand, too, is they may need that pain to 
move them to the next level to, you know, it, it might be part of their journey that's important, even though it's painful to witness. Right. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> you know, it's funny. I, I like to write, I write a, um, I have a podcast with my, um, not a podcast, excuse me. I have a blog with my uh, business and um, I write a lot. Well, I write about all kinds of things, but I wrote one called a novel approach to building empathy. And it's based on an article I read that said that people who read a lot of novels tend to be more empathic because they've entered into so many people's realities who are very different from them that it, that it expands their view of the world and their ability to connect with people. Right. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> get to the icebreaker segment of our show. Not that I'm not enjoying this conversation because I absolutely am. Um, so, but we've got to go on. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, or else we'll be here all night. <laughs> so I'll start with the icebreaker question. The icebreaker question may come easy to you because you're an author. Well, but you're I, breaking up a little, Dion. Oh, can you hear me? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, now I can again. Um, yes. I can hear you, but now my internet decides to go cuckoo. Uh, it's a good thing we're on to the icebreaker segment then. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'll start with the icebreaker question then. As I was saying before everything went cuckoo, um, if you had to come up with a title or chapter for where your life is at at this precise moment, what would it be? And if you could explain a little bit behind your answer, that would mm -hmm. also be great. Life is imperfect, but beautiful. Wow. I don't think I've heard that answer. Life is imperfect, but beautiful. That's quite an answer. And I think a beautiful answer at that. Oh, I'm losing you, Dean. Ah. Can you see me now? Lauren, are you there? Oh, my internet. Are you there? Can you see me? Can you see me? Oh, now you're frozen. I'm here. You froze. Probably you I froze, froze from too. your perspective. Um, I don't know if you got any of what I just said, but as I was trying to say, it was your answer is a wonderful answer and a beautiful answer at that as far as the chaoticness of life and seeing the value in it. Mm -hmm. And it's also about expectations. You know, if I expect my life to be perfect and everything to unfold according to my plan, I'm doomed to despair and disappointment. And if I can just be grateful for all the blessings and kind of roll with the unexpected, that's my, that's aspirational on my part, but I'm, I do a lot better. Awesome. So let me get to the icebreaker game while we're still in internet safety waves. <laughs> so the icebreaker game is called Song Association. You don't have to be an avid singer to understand this game. You could be a yodeler or a shower singer, and this game will still be fun. So <laughs> how it works is I give you a word, and you can either sing it, rap it, yodel it, although I don't know how you would yodel any of these words, but anything <laughs> is possible. Um, it can either be in the song title or in the lyrics. Um, 
I also have to emphasize that this has to be an actual song. You can't make it up. And oh, so okay. as much as I love words and anything pertaining to words, you can't make up the song. It has to be a real song. <laughs> and um, the I may get an F on this one. We'll see. <laughs> um, and the words I give you can't be the name of an artist. So like there's faith and popcorn hill or whatever <laughs> it can't be the name of an artist <laughs> i just gotta clarify oh that. goodness all right <laughs> um however because life is filled with all types of twists you have 15 seconds based off of the word i give you to either sing it rap it it can be in the song title or in the lyrics so the lyrics is your loophole <laughs> if you could think that far in the 15 seconds but it's supposed to be a real song that exists not something i'm just making up it has to be a real song okay i'll do my best trust me it's it's not like math algebra type level words it's really some words so the first word is heart that's heart and soul. I don't know any of the words, but that's the tune in my slightly off key way. That was a wonderful song, but you didn't get hard out before the timer went off, though. Did I break the rules without meaning to? No, you didn't break the rules, but you sung a song, which is an actual song, but you gotta find a way to get the word out before the timer goes off. Okay, That's all right. Just the thing. It's a wonderful song. <laughs> So the next word is words. I could make something up, but I can't think of a song or a poem or rap. I mean, <laughs> I, I really don't. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. Um, that that second one tends to trump people up sometimes because it's a really common word and it's the name of my podcast practically um I can give you answers that previous guests have given if you'd like <laughs> um some of the previous answers they've given is more than words by the band extreme um so there's an answer right there um on to the last one okay <laughs> This one I changed recently. Um, the last person <laughs> to do this one made it really comical when they were singing it. So I'm curious to see how you're gonna answer this one. <laughs> or say I am too. <laughs> so the last word is scream. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got nothing. <laughs> I don't know very many song lyrics. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. Uh, you at least. 
the timer went off. Now, if you ask me to just make something up, I could, I could improvise a little poem, but I can't, I, I can't think of any songs that I know. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. This is all in giggles and fun and just livens up the mood. Um, I know, but I always want to be good at things. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can think of a song at the top of your head that you would like to sing just for fun, you're welcome to. I don't know what song. Oh, <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> <sighs> well, we can do song, knowledge, theta all day long and I can probably do another round of that with a bunch of new songs or words but unfortunately we are at the end of this wonderful episode please um tell my audience how they can get in touch with you social media links is your memoir going to turn into like a Nicholas Sparks type of movie give us the inside <laughs> as I know my audience can get in touch well, it would have to be a mini series because there's so much that goes on in it. And I do have a little uh, landing page to get updates, etc. about my memoir. It's angels-earthworms.aweb.page. So that's how to uh, find out about my memoir and get an article about how to deal with your inner critic um, as well. And, um, and if they're interested in my conflict management business, I, you can find me at conflictremedy.com and sign up for my blog posts if you like. Awesome, so I gotta ask, and maybe this is because it has earthworm in the title, why earthworms? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I know, it's, it's funny, and I'm actually gonna put it on the back cover. Um, it's from a therapy session, as I said, therapy session, approximately 203, somewhere in the 70s. And I said to my therapist, but Abby, I didn't want to keep making the same mistakes over and over. I wanted to be an angel of light. And my therapist looked me right in the eye and she said, then what would you do here on the planet with the rest of us earthworms? Awesome. And speaking of titles, I completely forgot the part of the show where I share my title. <laughs> when we were at your title. I completely forgot. I'm glad I remembered. Do it now. Do it yes, now. I'll do it now. <laughs> um, so my title or chapter for my life would be a warrior for change. Um, I've yes. on a lot of issues <laughs> um, growing up health-wise alone and just to give you another piece of insight into me, I actually became diabetic at the start of the pandemic in oh. 2020. So, um, and trust, I know that's not news people take lightly, but trust me, I find it to be an absolute blessing because if it wasn't for that diagnosis, I wouldn't still be here and having this wonderful conversation with mm. you. So that would be the title or chapter I can't believe I almost forgot for my life and just really represents who I am and where my life is at right now well that is an absolutely beautiful title I can't think of a better thing to be than a warrior for change thank you <laughs> now we can get to the last part of this um thank you so much for joining me Lorraine Siegel this was a wonderful conversation truly Oh, thank you so much. I really enjoyed spending time with you and your audience.
Awesome. So to all my listeners, thank you for joining us on the latest episode of the Words of Art podcast. Again, I am your host, Deion Sanchez. Thank you again for joining me, Lorraine Siegel. If you enjoyed this episode, if it resonated with you, if you want to let us know how it connected with you on any level, feel free to do so on the following platforms. You can find us on Facebook at the Words of Heart Podcast. We are also on YouTube under the same name and wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, and Google. If any part of this episode touched you, feel free to let me know, leave a rating, review, subscribe. If you can send it to the moon and let me know, I still want to make listening to podcasts particularly my podcast on the moon possible because i'm pretty sure all other life forms or beings beyond want to listen to this episode and any other episode but unfortunately moon galactic broadcasting is not possible yet um <laughs> until then stay healthy stay safe and until next time <laughs>